Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Steel Nation Radio. I'm Mike Palaya of SteelNationAssociation.com, where we cover the Steelers 24-7 while bringing you Steeler fans together in an effort to raise money for Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. Come visit the site, read the articles, listen to the podcast, join the club, and help us raise money for the kids at the same time. And as you know by now, you can find my work at SteelCityUnderground.com, where we have many great columnists covering the Steelers all day, every day, with many great articles on the NFL, the Steelers, podcasts, and so much more. So please check out the site. And then lastly, but not least, you can find me in the new Pittsburgh Courier. So please either go to New Pittsburgh Courier online or pick up your paper at the local grocery store. All right, so here we are, eight games in, halfway through, four and four. Who would have thought that a few weeks ago, riding now a three-game winning streak? And they will now play their third straight game at home this coming Sunday against the Los Angeles Rams, who the defending NFC champions have struggled a little bit this year and are certainly in need of a win at sitting at 5-3 and three in the NFC and in third place in their division and on the outside of the playoffs looking in that first team on the outside of the playoffs, just like the Steelers now are, by the way, in the AFC, the first team on the outside. So both teams need this win. Um, you know, when I looked at the schedule at the beginning of the year, and then definitely after Roethlisberger went down and even a couple of weeks ago, I saw this as a definite loss for Pittsburgh. I did not see any way they win this game. I don't see it that way anymore. Um, I think this is a very tough game. I think the Rams are a very good team, and they're extremely well coached by Sean McVay. Uh, there's no question about that. I think they have not played their best football this year, and it does scare me a little bit that that team is coming to town for a 4.30 game and not a 1 o'clock game or 4.25 or whatever the heck it might be. Not good for the Steelers. They have Rams have won their last two games, but they're against the Falcons and Bengals, I believe, were their last two wins. Before that, they had lost three in a row. And yes, it's the Falcons and the Bengals. Their other wins this year are the Browns, who are no good, the Panthers, who are mediocre, and the Saints. That's a good win. They crushed the Saints, but that was the game that Drew Brees got hurt in. So there's that. They got destroyed by the Buccaneers. They lost the Seahawks by one. Seahawks are very good. And they lost the 49ers by 13. The 49ers appear to be very good. But this is a team that's 5-3. and three. Probably better than the record is, but maybe not as good as they were last season. Now, based on everything I've seen through these first eight games, you know, I still don't trust our offense. I still don't trust Randy Feekner. I don't know what's going to happen with James Conner this week, but we need to run the football to start. Uh, you know, clearly this whole thing with Rudolph is, is not something that Feekner sees as a long-term solution and a replacement for Ben Roethlisberger. The way I see this right now, I don't think they see it that way. I feel like they should treat uh, Rudolph as though he is the heir apparent and find out a little bit more about him. I I admit he looks a little bit scared, specifically since coming back from the concussion. I admit that he hasn't been throwing the best footballs. I, you know, I, I think that that does take time. I think he can do it. I think that they need to give him the opportunity to do it a little bit more. I don't think that they will this week. Um, 
especially with Jalen Ramsey out there probably blanketing Juju. So I think Juju's numbers are going to be crap again, as they have been for most of the weeks, um, which is unfortunate because I think he's very underutilized. But I think what they need to do is run the football with whomever is running uh, the football this week. Uh, Jalen Samuels, Edmonds, whoever, um, to control the clock because that Rams offense is very, very potent and can score very, very quickly. I think that they need to allow Rudolph to throw downfield. I think they should even give chances to Juju and, and see what Ramsey can do against him. And if not, Deontay Johnson and maybe more importantly, Vance McDonald connecting with him and James Washington, quite frankly. I think Washington and McDonald can be Rudolph's safety blankets if he's given the opportunity to throw the football beyond 10 yards. Um, McDonald could be a little bit underneath, but for Washington. And, you know, a little bit more um, frequently than than he's been used. They may need to because I think this could be a high-scoring game if the Steelers are going to win it. But they need to control the ball with the ground attack. And they are very much going to have to have that offensive line keep up the protection of the quarterback, having only given up eight sacks thus far this year, which is very, very impressive. Facing a Rams defense that through their first eight games has a grand total of 23 sacks. Now, Dante Fowler's got six and a half. Clay Matthews, remember him? He's still around. He's got six. And good old Aaron Donald, probably the scariest defender on the Rams for sure, if not the entire league, has five. And he's going to be a massive, massive threat for that offensive line. He can stuff the run. He can get the quarterback. He can make plays anywhere on the field. And he disrupts everything. He's already got 13 tackles for a loss this season. That's pretty good. Fowler, by the way, he's got 10 to go with his six and a half sacks. So they've got some players. They have certainly got some players. We'll see how the Steelers and Randy Feekner go after that defense. Ball control is my suggestion. While at the same time, opening up the passing game down the field. If you can run the football, you can set up the play action and they can make plays on this team if they do it effectively and if they do it correctly. And that is allowing Rudolph to to go out there and play football. Let's see what we have in him. Let's face it. Even if this team, the Steelers, make the postseason this season somehow, which would be an amazing, amazing job. And I would have to give Mike Tomlin a lot of credit if they can pull that off. And I have to give them credit now, quite honestly. But if they can, they're not going anywhere. Let's be real. They're not going anywhere. This is the Patriots League. They own it. And when Pat Mahomes comes back, the Chiefs are right there. And at this point, the Ravens are definitely in that talk. It'd be great to make the playoffs. I guess you can never say what will happen, but they're not going to go anywhere this year past the first round. And that's okay at this point. So my point of saying all of that is... Let's find out what Rudolph has in these next eight games because these next eight games are against a lot more soft opponent. The Browns twice, the Bengals, the Cardinals, to name a few teams that are coming up. The Jets are mixed in there. There are some winnable, winnable football games. Go after it properly. Now, defensively this week, what are we going to have to see? Well, Jared Goff, albeit only throwing for 2,300 yards thus far, 11 TDs, 7 picks, is dangerous. He is dangerous, and his number one target this year is Cooper Cup, um, which is definitely interesting. 
not uh, not one that I think a lot of people would have expected, but it's it's a guy that uh, by far and away is their number one receiver. He has received eighty seven targets this year, and he's caught eight fifty eight. I'm sorry of those balls for seven hundred ninety two yards, five touchdowns. He's a guy that can make plays. Uh, Robert Woods is their second guy, and then it kind of goes down the line. Uh, I, I think the secondary can handle all that, especially this defense now, the way they're playing with Minka Fitzpatrick and the pass rush and so on. They can go out there and they can get Jared Goff. He's been sacked 12 times, so not a ton, but he's he's somebody that they can get to. And I think that they will get to him. I think Devin Bush is going to make some plays. TJ Watt, I think you got to look for Hayden and excuse me, Nelson in the secondary to be blanketing their receivers and Minka Fitzpatrick, of course, come up big uh, again. Another guy that uh, scares me, who's not having a great year, but he scares me, is Todd Gurley. I don't know what's going on with him in the last, you know, year, I guess we can say at this point, or almost a year. He hasn't been the same guy, but I think that guy can break out at any given time. Now, he only has 355 yards this season, uh, a 3.9 yards per carry average, which is definitely not Gurley-esque numbers, but that guy can make plays. And if you recall, I think it was a year or two ago. I can't remember if it was last year or not. I think it was two years ago. Two years ago, uh, it was when in 17 when Jacksonville came to town in the regular season and Leonard Fournette ran all over them, and Roethlisberger had five picks and so on and so forth. Uh, I could see Gurley having that kind of game that Fournette had if they don't pay attention to him, is my point. So to me, even though his numbers don't suggest it, Gurley is the guy that they have to key on, and they need to make Jared Goff beat them in the air along with Cooper Cup. Both good players, Cooper Cup and Jared Goff, but I'd rather lose to them than to Gurley, because Gurley is their best offensive weapon. So I think that they need to go ahead and take care of business against those guys. I don't think it'll be easy, but I think they're going to do it. I think the defense may need to score something here. I think the special teams in particular need to do something in the return game. I very much like Ryan Switzer. I wrote about this earlier this week in my report card for the first half. I like Ryan Switzer. He's a great guy. I've talked to him a few times. He's a very good locker room guy, a good presence, good kid, tough as hell. But he is not making plays. And I've said this a couple times on this podcast where I thought, and I wrote an article about this over the summer, where I thought he was the X factor. And maybe if Roethlisberger were playing, that would be the case. But I thought he was going to be an X factor in the receiving game. And I thought he was going to be a playmaker in the return game. And he has been neither. Now, I've seen a ton of clamoring on Twitter and other places for him to be released. I'm not at that point. I think he has value, even if it's just being that locker room presence. So I wouldn't get rid of him this season, especially when Roethlisberger's really not there to be the leader. But they may need to consider replacing him in the return game because he is literally doing nothing but waving for fair catches and letting the ball bounce behind him and oftentimes being downed within the 20 or even the 10. Anybody can do that. Anybody can do that. So they need to think about what they want to do in these second half of the season, these last eight games. And my bet is nothing, but I feel that they should. 
So going back to this game this weekend, I do think the Steelers are going to pull this off because they're at home. If they're on the road, I probably would call a loss, but I think they're rolling right now. I think the defensive team is making incredible plays. They're going to continue to do that. They're going to get to Goff. They're going to stuff Cooper. Gurley is going to be contained, but he's probably going to have the best game of his season. I just have that feeling. But the Steelers are going to put up a victory. Mason Rudolph is going to get the ball downfield. I think Vance McDonald and James Washington are the guys that are going to make the plays in the passing game. Jalen Samuels is going to be a guy running the football more instead of catching 13 or 14 passes out of the backfield. I don't really care for that style personally. Um, It's okay to get three or four, maybe even five, but not 13, 14, 15 uh, from your running back. So I think they win it, though. I think they win it. I think it's similar to that Colts game. I think Boswell's probably going to have to come through again late. Uh, You know, it's going to be a little bit cold for the Rams, so maybe that's a factor. But I think the Steelers win this football game with a score of 31 to 28. Another close one, but they get it done. And then after that, they go on the road on Thursday night on a short week to go to Cleveland and play Baker Mayfield and the lowly Cleveland Browns. But we'll talk about that next week. So in the meantime, Steelers 31, Rams 28. Big game from Mason Rudolph coming up here. James Washington is very impactful. The running attack, Jalen Samuels in particular, controls the clock. And the defense makes plays to win the football game and sets up Chris Boswell for the game winner late 31-28 Pittsburgh Steelers over the Los Angeles Rams. So I will talk to you next week, hopefully after another Steelers victory.